great standing check ovation one, check, check, for check. the one and the only Shay Brown. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good job, good job, good job. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And they stay there, and they say yeah, and they stay there. Whoa. Y'all are crazy, y'all crazy. Well, it's a great day. That's okay, that's okay. I don't have no music. I don't have no music. Everyone sit down, sit down. <laughs> well, it's a great day. My name is Shay Brown, and I'm really excited today to be sharing with you the 90-day champion story. Now, how many of you, by a show of hands, just want to make more money by a show of hands? Dura, 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 right? Because you got in business really for two reasons, two reasons only. One of the main reasons you got in business, what? To make what? And that's one reason. That's one reason. But for some of you, that's not the main reason. But that is one reason. The other reason is that you wanted to have more meaning in the world. And you knew that you wanted all eyes on you while you were out there making a difference changing lives, and making a dollar at the same time. See, here's what I know, is you can make a difference and a dollar at the same time. How many of you believe that by a show of hands? Absolutely. And that's really what your whole maybe life has been about. Maybe that's what it's been about, about making a meaning. And think for a moment, just for a moment, think about your ideal client, the person that believes in you. Think about the changes you want to make for them. Think about the difference that's going to be in their life, Think about the difference that it's going to be for them in their business, their relationship, their finances. How many folks in here want to help somebody by a show of hands? Right. So I'm with the right group at the right time, sharing the right message about the 90-day champion. And at the end of the day, that's really been the summation of my life. The summation of my life has been how can I have more good in the world? How can I make a difference? And how can I, at the end of the day, make a dollar? at the exact same time. Now, I remember like it was just yesterday. My brother Kwame comes over to me. He says, I want to run for office. I'm going to do some good in the world. I said, what? Now, how many of you have siblings by a show of hands? And how many have siblings that come to you and say, I'm going to be the next Neil Armstrong, or I'm going to be the next uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey, or perhaps I'm going to be the next president of the United States of America. And they always have these big dreams and big goals. But, but here's what was different about my brother. He had set himself up in a way that he could actually go out there and do it. So maybe like you would do with your siblings. I said, okay, cool. What do you, what do you want me to do? I'm all in. Do you want me to um, watch the kids? You want me to watch the house? Want me to be your wingman? He says, no, 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 no. I want you to run the campaign and I want to win. I said, okay, okay, let me get this right. This, this, this isn't, wasn't part of the plan, and maybe you've had family like that, that they actually invite you to the platform of their dreams, which is, which, which is really pretty huge, which is pretty huge. So I said, okay, how does it work with a campaign? Like, how does that work? He says, look, there's half a million lives. 630,000 lives to be exact. And I want to be a voice. And I want to make 
a difference for them. So I want to help them have affordable housing or, or, you know, improve the schools. On his case, he always wanted to make sure there was fair wages out there. And I said, okay, well, how does it work? He says, well, here's how it works. Very simple. Um, there's going to be a budget. I said, well, how much is a budget? He says, about $2 million. I said, $2 million? What do you even do with $2 million? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. He says, well, you're going to have to hire some folks. They're going to be a payroll. Be about 100 people on the payroll. I said, 100 people. That's a lot. That's a lot. And then he says, oh, and, and by, the, by the way, by the way, remember, there's half a million lives that will be impacted. That's what the weight of this is worth. I said, okay, okay. Still doesn't seem like a lot. He says, oh, by the way, there's 2,000 volunteers. I said, oh, 2,000 volunteers. Okay, let me, let, me, let, me, let me get this right. Let me get this right, Kwame. Let me get this right. Just so I'm clear, you are a black man with a dream. This is you. This is you. And you want to go impact half a million lives, 630,000 to be exact. Yeah, Shay, you got it. You're right on there. You're there. I said, okay. What's the budget going to be again? Shay, it's going to be, what, $2 million. And how many people are we going to need on the payroll? You're going to need 100 people on the payroll. Just so I'm clear. Just so I'm clear. And it's going to be how many volunteers? 2,000 volunteers. I'm like, whew. That's a lot. And so what I didn't know then, I didn't know then, I had, I had no idea when that took place, when I agreed to be the political advisor for my brother's campaign to go impact, talk about the weight of the world, a half a million lives that are dependent on it, I had no idea that 14 years later, being an entrepreneur that I am now, 14 years later, that I would meet a man named Trevor Ott. And we would go on to start a company called Peak Performers Institute. And I had no idea that we would go on to become the number one producers of African-American experts in the country. I had no idea back then, no idea that that one defining moment that, it, that I had agreed to do something, that it would change the course of my life. I had no idea that we would impact over 5,000 clients who now on average earn about thirty dollars to $35,000 more every single year as a result of us helping them get to where they are. And I had no idea then, looking back, that we were going to create something called Black CEO that would really, it's not even our, it's our company, but it's, it's really more about life work, right? That something would happen a year ago and that there would just be this movement that would take place and that there would be over 218,000 members that follow us across all of the platforms and that we would be just like every single one of you sitting out there, that there was going to be a constituency out there that was going to be trusted in you. Some of you, it's 100 folks. Some of you have 1,000. Some of you have 10,000 or more folks that follow you all the time. And why is that? Because they want to make sure that you can help them have more meaning in their life, have more impact in their life. So it was just like you for where you are. And I had no idea that this was going to take place. None. Zero mendo. And that might be where you are as well as you're sitting there listening to me. And they're all saying one word, one word. The word that my brother told me was, I trust you. I trust you. So they're trusting you with their dream. They're trusting you to have more impact. They're trusting you to have more meaning in the world. And when you think through that for a moment, you think through for that, that's a really heavy responsibility. But here's what we know. 
We know that you're up for the challenge. How many are up for the challenge to change someone's life? Good. How many are going to hang in there no matter what happens to change someone's life? Good. Then I'm with the right folks. But you understand, you've been there. And so, so there we are. We're running this campaign. And my business is still going on. Looking back 14 years later, I didn't know this. Life is good on top of the world. Now, think about when you've been on top of the world. Some of you are still on top of the world. You're on top of the world. You have the house. Have the car. Had even had the boat. Big boat. Big boat. Kenya's not here. She's got a big boat. Big boat. Life is cool cruising down the, down the waters. And at the same time, by then, we had won not one campaign with a half a million people. Not two, but three. He would go on to be the chairman of the Washington, D.C., which is larger, larger than like five states. Probably one of the largest states in North America, by the way. Pretty huge deal. I'm okay. Life is good. But how many have ever been there when life is good and you think it can't get any better? It just can't possibly get any better. And then the boom moment. And maybe you've had that boom. In my case, there's a knock at the door. And then it's the FBI. And they're there with a subpoena. Now, I don't even have to mention really, truly their initials. You say FBI, you say subpoena, you say boys in blue. That's, a, that's enough, right? There's not, not much more to talk about. That's a pretty serious moment. That's not that much more to talk about. So you open the door. They don't even come in. They're real nice folks. And we look up the word subpoena. For those folks that don't know what subpoena is, a subpoena basically is a request for information. That's what it says. But it's not really a request, not when it's from the FBI. It basically means that you've got to give them everything you have, all of your files, all your financial records. And here's what's really interesting. They already got it anyway. No, seriously, and seriously, I'm just, I'm just letting you know, just if that ever happens, you hope that you won't go through that. But they have it all anyway. But here's what makes it interesting. They come in, and then all the details aren't really that. All that, all that relevant. I, I go and I talk to some attorneys. We sit down. They say, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. We got this. Everything's cool. No problems at all. No problems at all. So I'm thinking to myself, cool. This is okay. I can handle this. But how many folks know by show of hands it wasn't okay? Right? And how many, how many have told yourself at one point, no problems. We crossed all our eyes, But they were finding some eyes that weren't dotted, some, some T's that weren't crossed. And there was additional questions that took place. And then there was that that one defining moment. And in the defining moment, after everything takes place, you, you find yourself in a place where you're actually in a courtroom. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever been in a courtroom, but think about a defining moment where everything is going just fine in your life. And maybe this has happened to you where all of a sudden there's this moment where you are shattered. Your belief systems shattered at what you're doing, and you think, you know what, the bottom has just fallen out. It can't possibly get any worse. Maybe that's not your story, and maybe for some of you it is. Maybe it's the story of maybe we had a, you went and used all the money, and you said, wow, how did I find myself in bankruptcy? Or, or maybe it's the call I made to my mom once upon a time and said, hey, I just got someone pregnant, right? And that's a defining, shattering moment when your floor has fallen out from underneath you. Or, or maybe it's the relationship with a family member didn't go the way you wanted, and you're not speaking to each other. And you say, wow, like, how did I get myself here? A very, very serious moment. So we're there. And I, I recall being there just like yesterday. And as I'm there, I'm, I'm looking over. And inside the courtroom while I'm there, over to my right is, like, my mom. My mom, the one that really believes. My mom, the one that used to sit down. And we were at the table and say, how did your day go? 
Did everything go okay? The one that says, you know what, I'm praying, it's going to be okay. But here we are now in a defining moment in a courtroom where all of our belief systems and all of our faith were not quite sure, at least I'm, if it's really working. You're not really sure. How many have been in a moment where you're just not sure? That defining moment where you're sitting there and you say, you know what, will I ever be able to rebound from this? Will, will I ever be able to move myself from this spot here where the floor has gone and fallen from underneath me and move it somewhere else? And then I look over a little bit to my dad. My dad's there, by the way. And my dad's a rock. We just look at each other, give us the old. Like, but everything in his eyes, when I looked, told me it was not okay. We gave the nod. That's what we do, my dad and I. Dad doesn't say a whole lot when he's talking to us, but nothing like But it just went okay. And all my other family members and people that cared the very, very most are right there. And so in that, in that moment when you're there, the kind of question is, what kind of goes through your mind? And I know through my mind, and maybe this has gone through your mind, is how did I get myself what? Here. That's right. How did I get myself here? Have you ever asked yourself that question? How did I get myself here? Like, how did I find myself in this relationship that's been going on longer than it should. How did I get myself here? Like, how did I get myself here? I mean, it's not, it's a very serious moment, but I'm just saying, or, or in my case, and that, that might not be your story where I've gone through one credit card and then another credit card, and then another credit card, and then I applied and got another one, and I've run through it all. Maybe that's it, or maybe when you finally got the pink slip and they gave you a box and said, here's all your stuff. Like, sorry, you've been great, but this, this is it. I mean, that is a defining moment. But I recall just like it was yesterday because it was the day before my birthday. It was actually December 13th, 2012. And I'm standing there. And there's someone right there that's going to decide what goes on. And I'm looking, and I hear this. Shea Brown? I hereby sentence you to 90 days in federal prison. What? 90 days? It's going through my mind. I'm thinking, this, how do I get, this can't be happening. 90 days in a federal prison? Look at me. Not the dream maker. Not the guy that says, it's a great day. This, this cannot be going on. It just can't be happening. And then I recall looking back to my to my right, and there was Mother Deer. As I'm looking over at Mother Deer, Mother Deer was like crying and breaking down because no mom should ever see their son sentenced to federal prison. This was like her worst nightmare. And this is Mother Deer, Mother Deer the praying mother. And I'm looking at her, and everything inside of me, I was shaking, but my, I know my attorney said, no matter what, you're going home today, but I'm looking at mom, and I gotta be cool, right? She looked at me, uh, fine. Like, I didn't, I said, I said, look, you got to get mom. Fine. No big deal, no big deal. And I myself, I'm like, shit. <laughs> but I, I couldn't, I, you can't, you can't drop, you can't do that when you're there. Not when your family, everybody's behind you. You really can't break, you can't do that. It's like against the code. You cannot do that. So I look over, back over at dad. And dad is just right to the right. And he still has that same firm look, that, that same nod in his head. And you're like, Okay, and then to my 
left was my sister who always looked up to me and believed in me and maybe had family members you believe with me and here I am in the worst possible case. And just when I thought the floor couldn't fall any further, there it was, federal prison, 90 days. Now, 90 days doesn't sound like a lot of time. It really doesn't, unless you're the one that got to do it. Trust me. If you're the one got to do it, it's a lot of time. See, you, you agree with me. Thank you. Jesus, mercy, Jesus. I'm thinking to myself, it's a lot of time unless you got to do it. I mean, some people will get it for, like, traffic violations. I get it. I get it. But, yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, 90 days, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. I'm going to just leave out of here, and it's going to be okay, right? And so the marshals come get you. That's what happens when you're in court. They come get you, and so they walk you. You got you to do it. Now, here's what's interesting about federal prison. They give you 45 days to go, like, check yourself in. So you got 45 days. So I'm thinking, I've never been to federal prison. So what's the first thing you do, right? You go home. After all the phone calls, they're ringing and ringing. It's like, I can't answer this phone. I just can't do it. So then you go to the computer, and I start looking up, what do you do when you go to federal prison? Because I've never been there. No, it's a very serious moment. Like, seriously, it's a very serious moment. I'm looking, and I'm looking here, and I'm saying, okay, this is what you do. This is what you not do. And then I started watching videos. Now, in federal prison, no, seriously, I watched this video. Have you ever heard in federal prison, they say what? Don't drop the what? Shit. This is supposed to be a serious moment, Andy, a very serious moment. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. <laughs> well, that is the video. In all seriousness, that's the video I was watching. Don't drop this because I don't know. What, what do I do? And I, and I kid you not, I mean, what do you do? I mean, think about it. This is a very defining moment, right? And so I went out, and I ended up taking self-defense classes. I went back to Trevor and said, Trevor? I'm paying this guy $175 an hour, meeting with him four days a week. Because if it's going down, what? I'm going to be ready, right? I'm, so seriously, it was self-defense classes. You can take those things. Four days of working out with a guy. So I don't know what to do. Seriously, this is a very serious moment. Seriously, seriously. I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you what happens in those situations. So what do I do, right? So you got, because you, you have to prepare yourself. You, you literally have to be ready mentally, but more so physically. So I paid a lot of money, and I should. You got to pay the price. Now, why was I sentenced to 90 days in prison? Sentenced to 90 days in prison for a lion on my mortgage application. And I have to set responsibility for that. It was a choice. It was a decision. So when you make a decision, you have to own up to the responsibility. And you got to pay the price. I didn't know that then, because back then I was mad. But sitting there... It was a very serious situation. No, no, seriously, seriously. Because here's, here's, here's the deal. Here's, here's the deal. When it came time to, to file the papers for my taxes as an entrepreneur, according to the law, I wrote off every dime I'm capable of writing off. So to the, uh, to the IRS, I'm a pauper. I make a little bit of money. I can survive. I can eat. It's okay. But the problem is when I went over to get a reduction on my mortgage, reduce it a few interest points, then I was a six-figure earner. You know, actually, here's, all my, here's, how much, here's exactly how much money I make. It's all in my bank account. And here's the teachable lesson that I want to share with you now is that you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. And so you can't stretch it when it works for you, but then try to stretch it the other way when it doesn't. And you do have to accept responsibility for that. And so that's what happened. All the other details just kind of happened. And so now I've got 45 days. 
And 45 days before you go in, it's like planning for a funeral. We've never done it. No, seriously, it really is. Because I'm going down and I'm filling out power of attorneys. Now, my affairs weren't in order. I know all y'all affairs are order. Don't, don't worry about it. This is not a, a check with you. It's not. My affairs were in order. So now I'm trying to make sure the insurance is in order, the house is in order, because I'm signing over power of attorney to my family members just in case. Now, I was taking self-defense classes, right? So I figured I'm, I'm going to be ready. If it's going down, I'm swinging first, because one of the things they teach you in self-defense is you go first. No, seriously. When your parents go, they say, whatever goes, don't think about it. Go. It's only going to be a short time. I can hang for about two minutes, right? That's what I was telling myself. Two minutes, this thing going to be over. Um, but I'm still... I'm still signing all these papers away. I'm giving out all my, my passwords to my family. Because all that stuff got to be done. It really does. And then it kind of happens, right? It's, it's that day. And I remember that day because my mom wanted to go with me to the federal prison. Because you got to drive down there. So I'm pleading with Mother Dear. This is not going to happen. It was one of the first times we really fought. We fought a lot of times. But this is one of those I was just like, it's not happening, Mom. It's not happening. Um, so I arrived there. My uncle and my dad were driving me down there. And so when I arrived there, my mom's there, and she's, she's crying because she wants to go, and she only lives five minutes from my house, so it wasn't like she wasn't going to show up. Matter of fact, I got there early thinking we would leave, and she was already there, right? Just, she was in the house. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to miss this, did you? So that emotion, that just broke me down because my dad, I was cool. My mom, was just, that's just a whole other thing. She's hugging and kissing and praying and praying and kissing and just a lot going on. So we get in the car and we, we take this drive. And it's, it's one of those gut-wrenching drives, right? Because you're going to the federal prison. And I don't know if you know how it works, at least where I went. They kind of bring you there. They got to drop you off. And it's like this long, literally walk. And when they get you out, the car, I hug my dad. I hug my uncle. Give him no boom, boom, boom. Back then, they didn't have that, you know, that thing you could do. They were just... Boom, boom, boom. Give him that hug. And uh, I started taking the walk. Now, how many have ever noted when you take a walk sometime, there's some things you got to do and you got to go alone? You ever found yourself in that situation where no matter who was praying for you, no matter who believed in you, it was something that only you could do. Like you had to do it what? Alone. And maybe it was after the marriage, and then going down and signing the divorce papers. Um, maybe it was waiting for the doctor to give you the call. Maybe it was to hear about what's going on with a family member. Whatever that doing it alone is for you, you find yourself in that moment. And one of the things I told myself was that going in, I knew one thing for sure. Coming out, it's going to be different. I knew that. And so I get in there. And while you're in prison, I get a lot of time to really think and reflect. And it's like a, a gut-wrenching type of moment when you're there. And I started thinking while I was there first of what happens to the business. Like, who's going to do business when you leave? Because my friends and family were saying, Shay, you, know, you got to think what you're going to do when you come out because you can't do what you were doing. And I said, okay, okay. And then you start thinking how your friends are going to react and your loved ones and folks that you know, that you know care the most about you. But, but all that stuff is kind of running through your mind. And then when I was sitting there, I, I recall telling myself, you know what? I can change the situation and I can just focus on myself, right? So I have plenty of time. 
focus on my mindset, focus on sales, focus on family, focus on relationship, because you got time. You have nothing but time to think. And it wasn't a situation where I was going to a mountaintop somewhere. I know like T.I. says it's just a vacation, or Gucci man, they call it just a vacation. This was serious stuff, right? This, this was not a vacation. That's what they say. I don't know if you know that. They really say it when they're rapping. Some of y'all don't know about that yet, but when they're rapping, that's what they say. It's just a vacation. But that wasn't the case, right? That, that wasn't the case. And, and while I was in there, one of the things I learned, because, you know, in sales, they always say the biggest sale, you got to make it to yourself, right? But what I learned, something a little bit different, that the biggest sale I ever made was while I was sitting in one. And that's a different, a total different perspective. And so the day came. They came, I finally got to leave out. Good day. And I thought about all the worst case possible scenarios that could happen. And there was a lot of worst case scenarios. And some of them became true. The perception was true. I called some of my friends. I said, hey, what's going on? Hey, Shay, I kind of heard, you know, um, going to have to distance myself a little while. Uh, you know, let's, let some things go by. That's cool. That's no, no worries, no worries. Or I talked to other folks, say, my business can't quite be associated with this, right? Because of your situation, which I understood. I mean, when you, you got to pay a penalty. There's a penalty that you pay. And my perception got more and more real. And it's probably just me because every call, every time I had that conversation, it just kind of like backs you into a corner. You're like, ah, it's real. It's real. Especially when they call you to tell you they heard and they what? Googled you. Right? Because, I mean, it's on the front page. You can't, you can't miss that thing. And, and, and I recall thinking that there were some options I had, right? Um, one option is, at that time, is that I could either keep on going or I could pause. How many have been in that position We had to make a decision? Was I going to take a step forward or was I going to what? Take a step back, right? There's, there's, there's that chance. There's that time. And, and some of it started kind of encouraging me, but what really kept me going, folks don't know this. I've never shared this. What really kept me going was only one person. And that one person was Mother Deer, right? That one person was Mother Deer. And why was it Mother Deer? Because Mother Deer was so proud of what we were doing. And I remember sitting when I came out, got to go hang out with mom, because where's the first place you're going? <laughs> Mother, right? She's going to cook a meal, right? You got to have a meal. And that's, that's just, you know, wasn't hungry, but, you know, I knew exactly what was happening. I was not going home, wasn't doing this. You're coming to my house, so we're going to talk, and I'm going to fix your favorite meal. Well, she did. My favorite meal is chicken. I love that with the stir fry. Couldn't wait to get back to mom's meal, right? Just couldn't. She even had apple pie. I eat apple pie, by the way. Love apple pie. And it was there waiting for me. The whole pie. This is yours. You're going to take this home. And this is for what? Everybody else, right? Because you're going to take this home with you. you you're going you're to thank me. You're going to want this later. I, I couldn't wait to get it for you. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. And I remember talking to her. And I remember telling her, look, you know, I made a promise to her. And I said, Mom... One day, things will be a little different. She said, really? Yeah. I mean, one thing, days are going to be different tomorrow than they are today. And the promise I make to you, the promise I make to you is that you'll be proud one day. The promise I make is that before you call home to glory, my promise is you'll get a chance to see it. You'll get a, you'll get a chance to witness. That was the promise that I made to my mom. So while folks were Googling me, and 
let me tell you, there was some times when I first came out, and I'd get an opportunity. Some people still let us speak on their stage. They still let us show up. And it's, when I was talking, every time someone picked up their phone, I was thinking in my mind, they're Googling me, they're Googling me, they're Googling me, Googling me. But I couldn't stop. I mean, you, you can't stop. Because I was thinking, I made this promise to mom, and I made a decision that I could still help people. Now, I didn't know now what I know then that that was going to be a defining moment, but I knew for certain that I still had the same skill set to help them in their business. I had the same skill set for their mindset. And if they gave me a chance, I knew we could make it happen. I, I just knew we could do that. And so that was the rocket fuel that allowed me to keep on at least putting one foot in front of the other foot in front of the other foot. And, and I recall someone said that it's not what happens. 90% or 10% of what happens to you, don't worry about that. It's the 90% is how you what? Respond, 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 respond. And I understood that failure is not an event. It's just kind of where you what? Doesn't define who you are. So I had a choice. One choice is I could let the event define me or I could what? Define it. I could either but be a what? Victim or I could be what? A victor. And in my neighborhood, they say when you're going through hell, you keep what? You keep going, you keep going. It felt like hell. Trust me, so you keep putting one foot in front of the other foot, in front of the other foot, in front of the other foot. And that was the promise that I made to my mom. And, and, and what I learned is things started turning around. Now, I didn't know this now, but looking back, what I learned was when I was sitting there and I was back where I was at the time, I started wondering, hmm, who else has maybe had a, a boom in their life that's taking place? And, and when, when I was doing the research, and I got to read Malcolm X again. And I remember, okay, Malcolm X had a boom, what, in his life, right? And when Malcolm X had that boom in his life, he could still go out and use his skills and make a, what, a change of social conscience. And then I started thinking about Don King. And Don King had a what in his life, do you think? A boom. That's right, a boom in his life. But he still decided to go out and, what, make a change and become one of the greatest promoters. And even Martha Stewart, she had a what in her life? Boom. That's right. She's had a boom in her life. And some of you have had some booms in your life. Some of you had some of those defining moments that's taken to where you are that's made it very, very difficult for you to turn around. But here's what I want you to know. Here's what I want you to know. Even if you've had one of those defining moments and you've been as, as low as you could possibly go, what I do want you to know is this. You can still what? You can still turn it around. And that was one of the challenges, one of the things that I made to my mom. So failure is an event. It's not who you are. And what I want to challenge you is do this. Jot this in your notes. You can't write a new chapter if you keep rereading the old chapter. Yeah, yeah. Put that, put it in your notes. Put it in your notes. Your past doesn't represent your future. The past is just what it past is. Did you have an opportunity to create a new life? no matter where you are right now, and when you think through it, 90 days from where you are now or where you can be, that you can have that new chapter in your life. That that is possible. That can happen for you just like it happened for me. And the reason I, I really share this message with you, the reason I really share the message is that I learned that the message is not for me, but it's to set someone else free. The message is that there's some folks that are in their mind whether it's their health situation, whether it's I'm not tall enough, I'm not short enough, I'm not fat enough, I'm not skinny enough, I don't have the right tools, I don't have the right resources, whatever that prison is for them, they're still there. 
And so by sharing this message, my hope is that it will change where they are to where they need to be as well. And I know that. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to share the message, because my belief is, is that in 90 days that you can change your life. In 90 days, you can turn around, no matter how low it's been. I recall one last time that when I was at the lowest, and I was still in prison. And I recall making the one phone call. And I'm there, and I had to be there to get one call, and I had to pick up the phone. And the phone was very, very heavy because I was making a call. And I was like, hello, son. Hey, Dad, how's it going? Uh, yeah, this is your, this is your old man. Um, I know I told you I'd be there for your graduation day. I know I promised you I'd be there no matter what. But um, your old man's locked up. I'm not going to make it. Now that is a low moment. No parent should miss their child's college graduation. I remember sitting there. But, but here's what I do now. Is that your past doesn't what? Represent your future. Here's what I do know, that there is a better tomorrow, right? What I do know is that Willie Jolly, who I love dearly, says a setback is what? A setup for what? A comeback. And the comeback is not for you. The comeback is not for you. The comeback is for someone else. The comeback is for the person out there that believes that they can be much better than they are today. That's the comeback. That's why I share the message, to set someone else free, to make a difference for someone else. That's why I do it. So for those folks that are out there and they're listening and you're like, you know what? I believe I'm a champion. I believe that in 90 days, which is the time I had, that in 90 days that you can become a champion, I wanted to share a gift, no cost. But it's my gift for the person that right now is feeling that they're having a defining moment, that right now the bottom is falling out, or they know the best is yet to come, or they believe that they're called to make a change for someone else, or they want to make a dollar and a difference at the same time, or their time has come. So here's what you would do. You would text the word champion. Text the word champion. What word would you text? Text the word champion. And you text the word champion to 202-999-3515. Let me get that number to you again. 202-999-3515. And when you text the word champion, it's going to take you to a, a place where you can get a, a private gift directly from me to help you no matter where you're at, because that's my gift. That's the promise I made to Mother Dear. That's the promise I made to myself to help other folks achieve everything they want. And how long does it really take? 90 days. In 90 days, they can become a champion. In the 90 days, so if you were to take your calendar out right now and you would look at it, and you look at today's date, and you go 90 days from now, 90 days from now. So you look at today's date, and you say, you know what? In 90 days, I can be a champion. So think about it. 90 days from now, you can lose the weight that you want to lose. You can be a champion. How long does it take? That's right, 90 days. So here's what I do. In 90 days, no matter what your income is, so I'll say, and how long? You say 90 days. Can you do that? Okay. And then you just say champion. You don't have to do anything over here. Y'all just sit back and just say champion. Y'all have the easy part. So in 90 days, you can literally, literally look at your bank account, and you can take your bank account from where it is to where you want to go. And how long? And you can be a what? 
That's right. In 90 days, no matter what you've been trying to do with your social media, trying to get it together, trying to make sure the marketing is reaching the right audience, in 90 days, you can, how long? I'm sorry, how long? 90 days. You can become a what? Right, right. So in, in 90 days, for some of you, you walked in here and you were looking at your debt. You were looking at your financial situation. You were looking at your relationship. You're looking at the people that you trust and how you want to become a better person and give more meaning. But in 90 days, now you look at your calendar in 90 days. And how long? 90 days. You can become a what? That's right. I believe that in 90 days that you can become a champion. I believe in 90 days you can accomplish everything and anything you want. And one of the things my good business partner, Trevor Otts, reminds me on a consistent basis. Every now and then when I slip back, every now and then when I slip back, my business partner, Trevor Otts, always says to me, Shea Brown, when they remind you of your past, you remind them of what? Your future. That's right. Because the past is back there, right? And the best is still what? yet to come. Because in how long? You can become a what? And how long? You can become a what? And how long? You can become a what? Champion. That's right. In 90 days, you can become a champion. And one of the things I promised my mom is that my ability to see my future will not be held back by what? My past, right? That was the promise that I made to Mother Dear, the promise that I made to anyone that's out there. And so the lesson that I learned is that I'm not here so much to help you make sales, although that's what we do. I'm here to help those folks that believe that the best is yet to come. I'm here to let those folks know that have a scar on your record. And maybe that, maybe that scar is something that you're not proud about. Maybe that scar is something that you would not want anyone ever to find, that you don't want to be on a mountaintop shopping out it, but it exists for you that's in your past. I'm here to let you know that in 90 days, you can become a what? And how long? You can become a what? How long? 90? You can become a what? That's right. In 90 days, you can become a champion. That's the lesson I learned, that you still have a rise in you and that the best is yet to come. And that's the promise I made to Mother Dear. So if you're a champion and you're ready to be there, this is your time. You can go to 202 999 3515 and there's only one person. Because in how long did I say it takes? You can come with what? How long? You can come with what? Right. This message is for you to believe that you can become a champion because in 90 days you can become a what? That's right. That's the promise I made to my mom. I only did this message for one person, and that's my mom. This is for you, mom. Love you. My name is Shay Brown, the happy entrepreneur. Make it a great day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Shay Brown. My check, my check. Yeah. And they stay there, and they stay there. Thank you, thank you. Give it up for Shea Brown. Get to your feet, Shea Brown. Shea Brown.